This is IGN. As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off, U.S. versus China, where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Spoken Edition of IGN. Brought to you by Audible. Hellstrom, Season 1 Review by Jesse Shadeen. Note, this is a spoiler-free review of Hellstrom Season 1, which is available to stream now on Hulu. Even in a year marked by a frustrating lack of new MCU content, it's difficult to muster much enthusiasm for Hellstrom. What was originally billed as the beginning of a new shared small-screen Marvel universe, one focused on Marvel's supernatural heroes as opposed to Netflix's gritty street vigilantes, is now merely a standalone project with no tangible connection to the larger MCU. Hellstrom is a relic of an older Marvel TV, before the days when Kevin Feige assumed direct control and big-budget Disney Plus series with clear MCU ties became the order of the day. All of this is to say that if you're hoping Hellstrom will give you a badly needed Marvel fix, you're better off waiting a couple more months for WandaVision. Hellstrom revolves mainly around siblings Damon, played by Tom Austin, and Anna Hellstrom, played by Sidney Lemon, a highly dysfunctional duo who grew up with a demonic serial killer for a father. As adults, both Damon and Anna do their best to harness their latent supernatural powers to rid the world of their father's ilk, even as their demon-possessed mother, Victoria, played by Elizabeth Marvel, rots in a psychiatric institute. Other major players in Season 1 include the occult-fighting Henry, played by Robert Wisdom, wide-eyed Vatican prodigy Gabriella Rossetti, played by Ariana Guerra, and devoutly religious psychiatrist-slash-mother figure Louise Hastings, played by June Carroll. At this point, fans of the source material may be confused at just how loosely Hellstrom seems to borrow from said source material. Damon and Anna, or Satana as she's normally known, have a decades-long history in Marvel's comics. But not unlike Fox and Netflix's Lucifer, many of the more outlandish and fantastical trappings of the comics have been toned down in favor of a smaller, more approachable, and ultimately safer adaptation. But whereas Lucifer still has its charms, thanks in no small part to Tom Ellis's charming portrayal of Mr. Morningstar, Hellstrom has very little to show for its grounded approach to these larger-than-life characters. The series captures very little of what makes either Hellstrom sibling compelling. It tries to be a quiet, understated superhero show starring two characters who are normally anything but. You don't call yourself Son of Satan and stomp around New York City bare-chested in a red cape because you're trying to keep a low profile. Despite dealing with the supernatural and demons, Hellstrom is a weirdly unambitious series with very small stakes. If anything, it plays more like a pitch for another Exorcist TV series that was retrofitted to become a Marvel adaptation instead. The fact that Damon and Anna have superhuman powers often comes across as an afterthought. 
Even at a relatively lean 10 episodes, season one is a slog. The plot is both predictable and laden with all the familiar exorcism tropes. Season one is a slow burn that never achieves much in the way of dramatic payoff, nor does the series manage to establish many compelling characters along the way. Damon himself is surprisingly dull for a guy with demon blood and a lifetime of daddy issues to work through. Anna is somewhat more compelling, given her arrogant demeanor and unusual ways of relieving stress, but she always comes across as a lower priority for the series than her brother. The supporting cast, meanwhile, are uniformly generic and two-dimensional. Season one does a poor job of encouraging us to actually care about these characters and their struggles, and so there's little weight to some of the more dramatic developments late in the season. That's all too apparent in the closing moments of the finale. For the most part, the problem is more with the quality of the writing and direction than the actors themselves. After all, the main cast includes veterans of such modern classics as The Wire, Succession, and Homeland. There just isn't a great deal to work with here in terms of dialogue or dramatic moments. Lemon is given a little more room than the others to stretch out and have fun, but again, the series never hones in on Anna as much as it should. Though ostensibly set within the MCU, Hellstrom certainly doesn't feel like it belongs alongside those movies and shows. The show is relentlessly humorless and self-serious, when a little bit of that classic MCU banter would do the show a world of good. Nor is it successful in exploring the opposite end of the tonal spectrum and recapturing the magic of shows like Daredevil and Jessica Jones. For all the demonic possessions afoot, it doesn't even function as a decent horror series. It has little sense of visual style to boot. Though primarily set in San Francisco and Oregon, the series was filmed in Vancouver. Accordingly, it has the look of a forgotten CW series more than an MCU spinoff. Other than those occasionally fun moments with Anna and her assistant Chris, played by Elaine Yui, the music is the only area where Hellstrom ever really distinguishes itself. The traditional orchestral score is solid enough, but the use of classic doo-wop tunes and other inspired needle drops from the likes of Peter Gabriel and Nick Drake further elevates the series' sound. It's a shame that same quirky sense of personality isn't apparent anywhere else. The Verdict Hellstrom is the first new live-action Marvel series to appear in quite some time, but don't expect it to scratch that MCU itch. The series takes a loose and pointlessly grounded approach to the source material. The result is less a horror-flavored superhero romp than a bland riff on The Exorcist. With its formulaic plot, low stakes, and plotting pace, Hellstrom fails to connect as a family drama or a supernatural horror adventure. The series is a true wasted opportunity to take a deeper dive into the scarier side of the Marvel Universe. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.